What up, guys? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. Uh, just going to do a quick podcast real quick. Talk about some stuff that's going on in the family. It's pretty wild. Um, first, obviously, you know our sponsors. We got uh, Beard.com. Beard.com. It's doing good, man. We're, we're, we're growing. If you guys, we just started the Beard.com blog. If any of you guys want to write a blog about beards or beard envy, maybe you're in a job that you can't um, afford to have a beard and they won't allow you to have a beard, I would love to hear your thoughts on what it is watching everyone else grow a damn beard. Or if you have a beard and you like to keep it trimmed nice and tight and why, blah, 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 blah. I don't give a shit. If you're interested in writing for the Beard.com blog, let me know. I'm interested in having you on. Uh, we didn't have El Vato. We have some other stuff. We just started our mustache wax. If you have mustache wax or you want mustache wax, go check it out at beer.com. Go check it out. You know where it's at. It's pretty, pretty, pretty freaking easy. Who has a URL like that? Beard.com. Yes, I am one of the owners. Also, you know, we got combat flags, combat flags. Go check them out. Again, they're, they're, they're just doing some cool flags that represent uh, the branch of service that you were in and you want to be in or you were in or whatever you want to represent, really. Uh, no one does flags like combat flags. Go check them out. Willie Peach Chocolate. Oh, all these all these are Vinnie Rock, just so you know, have discounts. So if you put Vinnie Rock, you'll either get a 10% discount for combat flags. Also, Willie Peach Chocolate. If you use uh, Vinny Rock for uh, beer.com, you'll get 15% off. But uh, Willie Peach Chocolate, man, he sent me some salsa. I think salsa is probably the best way to explain it. He calls it sauce, but I think it's a salsa is probably the best. Uh, we were actually talking about that, but amazing, amazing salsa. And I hope he continues on with that process and seeing where he's able to bottle it because I will have that at my house all day long, every day. And he makes fun of me because I got I to work on my... Heat tolerance, I think that's what they call it, because I, I don't I don't take uh, spicy food too well. Well, I I, th- I feel like I'm more of an average person, not just n- not one of these guys who do some crazy crazy stuff with hot hot sauce and hot stuff. Um, what other sponsors do we have? I think that's it for now. That's it. We'll just jump on to um, to this podcast real quick. So what happened was about two weeks ago, my daughters wrestled and one of my sons. Uh, wrestled in the state folk style wrestling and in folk style it's a little different than freestyle freestyle is what you see normally in the uh in the olympics folk style uh is usually the season that we pretty we go pretty hard in and this is going to be the first time we actually going to get into freestyle uh this year but it was their state finals they've been working their butts off pretty hard I, I, not as hard as I would like to have seen. We moved from a team uh, in El Paso called Takedown Elite that is hands down one of the best wrestling camps, uh, wrestling schools in Texas and, and probably you know across the nation. It's, it's a very, very solid program that they're running there. We worked our butts off while we were there, and then this year here in Utah, it's been a little different because we haven't found a, a school, a wrestling school that we're, we are close to, local enough to, and also that took the girls and welcomed them. And so we have three girls that wrestle and one boy. Uh, and and so we focused a lot this season on making sure the girls were comfortable and, and wrestling. And they did well. They actually, a couple times, you know, they've placed on several tournaments, and so they're real proud of that. But it all comes down to state. You want to win state or you want to play some state. It feels good. It's kind of it kind of shows the whole season has been doing, you know, all the hard work has paid off to the end and, and the last thing you want to do is qualify in state or 
or place in state? Well, we went to state in all three. Well, uh, and I say as my son, he didn't have a lot of practice this year. He was practicing with his sister most of the time. He really needs to get out there and wrestle with guys more his age and, and, and a little bit more tenacity. So he kind of he, he won a match. He lost a match. He lost two matches, won one match, but he won it with a pin. Uh, he, he shows a lot of promise. Uh, we just kind of got focused on the girls this year, and we're going to have to really start dedicating more for him. And he, he's just a, he's an awesome kid to watch wrestle either way. So I wasn't mad at his performance. He did well. Um, I understood why he wasn't in the shape and also technically sounded like he should be because, like I said, we focused way more on the females uh, this season. And so here we go. We're in state. My, my youngest daughter, it's her first season wrestling, so I didn't expect her to do too much, but she started out doing really well this season. She's placed in almost every tournament she, she, she wrestled in second or third place. Uh, you know, most of those are going to be beginners. Most are going to be like your, 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 your novice uh, level, but even against the open division, she, she did fine. She's even beat a few boys this season, so it was pretty exciting to watch her. Uh, she goes in there in her tournament. She only had three girls in her bracket, and, and and it looked like she probably could have taken it. But early on, she made a mistake. She got taken down, and she didn't. She uh, she kind of forgot what she needed to do. She just didn't didn't uh, didn't perform the way she normally does. But again, I wasn't too mad at her. I was just really proud at the fact she went out there and did her best. Then you got. My 12-year-old daughter, who is the one who wanted to quit wrestling, I wrote a big article about this um, and trying to trying to convince her to stick it out. I believe she has a natural talent for wrestling. I think her tenacity and heart has carried her a long ways in wrestling, and that's why she lacks some of the technical side of wrestling that she needs. And, and she wants to start learning it, and if she wants to continue to be successful, I think she needed to stop relying so much on her heart and her fight and start relying more on technique. And so she ended up, was lucky enough to only have one other girl in her bracket, and she was really confident about it because earlier this year, she beat that girl, I believe, in only like 30 seconds and pinned her. And so she was pretty excited about it. I even told her, I said, hey, listen, uh, you know, you, you can't go in here thinking you're going to beat this girl. You better be very, very, very smart when you wrestle her and continue with the same tenacity. Don't take it easy. You just do your job. She goes into the wrestling match, and I heard the other coach, he's actually a friend, he said, uh, we got some surprise, some surprises for you. And I knew they were going to have something special, right? I knew that they knew Starla was good. They they knew that Star can wrestle, and they beat his daughter already once. Um, so I knew they went back and trained hard. They, I mean, they're a family of wrestlers. The father's a coach in high school. So there's no slack when it comes to those that that family. They're the sweetest people, and, and I love them. And, and and it's funny because it was hard for us to watch them wrestle because those two girls together. I mean, it seems like I would hope that they become training partners and friends in the future. <laughs> but as the wrestling match started, uh, we knew early on that the girl was going to be doing. Uh, yeah, I forget what it's called. It's pretty much called a leg ride. And that move, I know my daughter has a lot of difficulties with this, and we didn't practice this. We've actually just trained on her just doing some of the basics, some of the little things she had mistakes with. And uh, so it kind of caught her off guard. She didn't know how to defend it. And so by the time that it was over three quarters, um, she lost by one point. And, and not to say she gave her freaking best. She she fought her heart out. She almost couldn't stand. She was exhausted. She was fighting defensively the whole time, trying to get to a better position to do offense. By the time that the, the the third quarter was over, she was already on top. She was trying to make a pin happen and win the win the match, but you know she fell short, and it, and it is what it is. She was real heartbroken about it because she felt like she disappointed me. But uh, I tried to explain to them all later. It's I'm not mad at the fact 
that they lose. I don't, I don't care. It's more the fact that um, if they wanted to win, they have to work harder than what we did this season. And so then comes the last one. This is, this is the big one. This is why I want to do this podcast. My oldest daughter, she's 15 years old now. She's been wrestling now for two years. She really has stated that she would love to compete in the Olympics as a wrestler. She wants to take wrestling farther, right? But I know her. I've raised, I've raised fighters, and when I say that, I've had, I've had um, a gym in, in, in uh, Eagle Pass, Texas, that I used to help run on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. I started teaching, uh, I started teaching pretty much combatives. I started teaching uh, mixed martial arts, some striking, some groundwork, and everything, all the basics you can think of. Just trying to develop some fighters out there in Eagle Pass. It's what I kind of did for my time off because I really didn't have nothing else going on for me. And I and I and I love doing it. I love training fighters. I love of getting into the mental side of the game and trying to help them mentally prepare themselves for the fight. We took I think it was seven fighters, made them all amateurs, and they fought. All had very successful records. One of them I took pro. Uh, he was three zero at first, and then you know and then you know kind of lost focus for a little while. But he's still back in the game and fighting. And so you know it's it's a world that I love. It's a world I grew up around, and I understand it pretty well. I've always loved the fight science. I've always loved. Um, just the world of it, right? Something about fighting and raising kids to fight. I think it's important for them to understand when is right and when is wrong to engage. Always be able to have the ability to protect themselves because, you know, Big Poppy's not always going to be around for them. But also knowing it's a skill set that's good to have for self-confidence, for, for building confidence, for self-esteem. And knowing that if you ever needed to, you could protect yourself, right? Especially women. I think it's important for women to know how to protect themselves because, you know, there is men out there that, that will try and take advantage. And I think for me, the mo- most safe peace of mind that I have is knowing that my daughters know how to put in an arm bar, put in a rear naked choke, uh, throw a double leg, whatever the heck they need to, to make sure that they're safe in some terrible scenarios. Now, <sighs> my daughter went into, the, she, she has them, oldest daughter doesn't have the same fighting heart as my, my 12 year old. She is terrified, emotionally terrified of the engagement so, so essentially, she's a slow starter. She would usually, in a, in a wrestling match, she hasn't got first place yet because she loses her first match to almost every single tournament and then comes back and wins the rest. And so she plays a second or third or whatnot. But this is what she does. And it's known. And I've been talking this, this season, I've been trying to work with her mentally the whole time, saying, listen, you'll build more confidence the more you train. Why is that? Because you'll be confident that your skill sets are higher than everyone else's, right? You're just going to trust that. You've been working your butt off so hard that you know and, and you're confident with your abilities. Second, it takes time to get comfortable in the ring. It gets time to get it, it takes time to get comfortable on the mat, right? It it does. But the one thing you can't do is doubt yourself before the mat even starts, right? Before the match even starts, you pretty much essentially mentally lose the game. And so this this is good for anything. I'm talking fighting, we're talking just life, right? Like you gotta be confident in yourself and what you do and what you bring to the table. So she goes in, and I see her putting on her headgear, and then she decides not to wear her headgear and, and everything else. Then she looks at the girl she's wrestling. She sees her and looks at me and gives me these kind of these wide eyes, and then she kind of turns away. And I knew right then, I was like, ah, oh, she's done. She's broke. Right? I, I call it broke. When the kid cries on the wrestling mat, they're broke. When the kid shows that, that weakness, that mental weakness, they're broke. And as soon as this match started, my daughter is definitely technically sound enough to beat this girl. Um, it would have been a tough match, but I know she was smart enough. She knew enough what to do. And she was athletically good enough to, to win. But mentally, she broke before the match even started. So this girl got in a d- decent position. It was one, it was 0-0 all the way into the second quarter. And then all of a sudden, this girl uh, gets behind her, picks her up, and slams her. And boom, I knew it. It was done. My daughter starts getting frustrated. At the end of the match, she ends up losing. 
And she ends up losing, and it almost looked like she gave up at one point because she just was overwhelmed. And it was more emotionally than anything. She was overwhelmed because she was frustrated. She knew she was losing, and then she kind of just sat back. And it happens quite a bit in wrestling. Guys get people get overwhelmed. They just kind of like, all right, I'm done. So she gets up, and I was like, what happened? And the coach was telling her everything she needed to do to escape moves, teaching her everything she needed to do. He was telling her in the corner. Normally, she can hear what we say, and she can do right, or she can counter whatnot. Like you know, good, a good fighter is able to hear her their corner. My daughter was just so stressed out that she kind of blocked out everything and, and was in her own head. So she lost that match, and I told her, and this is what happened. We ended up getting into a kind of a yelling match, and I said, what happened? And she was like, I did my best. And right away, I was like, no, you didn't. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, you, you made mistakes. You need to figure it out. You're mentally already, you're already doubting yourself, and that's why you're not, you didn't win. You doubted yourself right before the match, and then she goes, no, I didn't. I, I, I thought I could win. And then, uh, and then she's just better than me. And that, I was like, Ugh. Dude, I got pissed. I was like, did you hear anything, Coach Ed? She goes, no. I was like, well, then you're not doing your best. I was like, you need to be able to listen, right? And she didn't understand that. She got pretty pissed off. Whatever. I walked away, gave her some, some time to think about it, got back over there. Her second match is coming. I stayed back. I said, look, let me give you some breathing room. You do your thing. If you don't want to wrestle, you're more than welcome to walk away from wrestling completely because she looked completely defeated. If you ever see your kids like look down on themselves, I was like, look, last thing I want is my daughter to be doing a wrestling match or a fight and not really want to do it, just doing it because I want her to do it. I'm like, that's that's not what I want. I don't have my kids play sports because I want them to play sports. I let them pick whatever fucking sport they want and let them fucking go hard at that. If they don't like that sport, go choose a different sport. Last thing us as parents want to do is force them to fucking play a sport that they don't want. Right, you see what I'm saying? And so I told her, I said, "Look, I don't, I don't, I've never, I didn't pick the sport for you. You picked it for yourself." And so, if you don't want to wrestle, go take your shoes off and go tell them you you, you quit, or to go tell them that you're, you're gonna forfeit the match and let's go home. And she goes, "No, I want to wrestle." Okay, so I step back, let her wrestle. The coach is taking over. She gets into a shouting match with the coach. She gets almost gets DQ'd because she's freaking not following any of the instructions. The the the, the ref's telling her, like, hey, stop locking hands, stop locking hands. She yells, she goes, I'm not locking hands. And so that was it. I was like, all right, this girl's done. Right? So after that match, I said, go take your shoes off, go sit down. You, you, you better think about what you just did. And you better decide whether you want this. You might not want wrestling. I don't, and, and if you don't, you don't, right? But you're not going to sit here and embarrass yourself on the mat, right? Because it's, it's a bad reflection of who your father is or a bad reflection of you as a, as a sportsman, everything. It's, so it turned into this crazy deal. And here's here's what we end up getting a conversation later. They thought I was pissed, right? I, I heard my oldest one talk to the youngest one and say, Dad's pissed. And, and I was like, I know, right? And I, and I turned the radio off and I said, let me tell you, I'm not fucking mad. Like, I wasn't fucking mad they lost. I can give two fucks. Their wins don't go on my resume, all right? They're, they're state champs, champions, championship freaking belts, titles, whatever it is, doesn't go on my resume. Those aren't my wins. Those are their wins. Like, I don't give a shit if they don't want to wrestle. Don't fucking don't wrestle. Go find another sport. I do advocate sports in my household. Why? Because it helps me. It helped me stay out of gangs. It helped me stay out of trouble. It helped me uh, learn things like discipline. It helped me learn teamwork. It helped me learn uh, things like not being selfish, right? It helped me learn physicalities, how to, how to be physical, how to, be, how to be, maintain myself physically to be good at the sport. It helped me learn, deal with loss, failure how to get better. Sports were important in my life and they're always going to be important in my life. It's going to be important to all my kids' life. I want them all to at least play one sport. I don't give a shit if that sport is fucking tennis. I don't care if it's fucking baseball. I don't give a shit what the sport is. I want them playing something that challenges them, that physically challenges them, that mentally challenges them, and shows them that the harder they work, the more success they'll have. Why? Why does a fucking father want that for his kid? 
Well, for the fucking kid to learn this shit at a young age, to have it ingrained into their system so then they can fucking take on life and all its fucking stupid little challenges, right? All the fucking things you deal with in life. You deal with loss. You deal with failure. You deal with deal with not being as good as others. And how do you get better? You have to fucking work for it, right? So all these things is what sports teaches these kids. Why wrestling? Wrestling is something that I chose to put them in at a young age and see if they... And it's, I chose just the boys. I didn't expect the girls to want to do it. I put the boys in it because the boys, I think wrestling is that one-on-one test. You and another man. How hard you work determines whether you win or lose. How much heart you have depends whether you win or lose. That sport has some fucking tenacity in it that you can't find anywhere else, right? There's no fucking, there's no fucking football fucking hell week that's harder than a fucking week in wrestling practice. There's no fucking baseball practice, and that's for sure, because I played it my whole fucking life. Like, you know what I mean? There's very few things that work as hard as you do as a wrestler, and as well as learning that one-on-one, that one-on-one fight engagement in a, in a ring or on a mat is huge. It's a, it's a huge ego booster. It's a huge... Uh, uh, a self-esteem booster, and I can tell you by 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 experience, my twelve-year-old daughter, who is the craziest, funniest one in the family, was the shyest person in the family. She would never fucking dare to talk to any strangers, anybody. She wouldn't even sit there and try and crack a joke. She was just quiet and stayed to herself. Not sure why. It's just she was. And all of a sudden she starts wrestling. She starts beating the fuck out of people. She starts winning. And she's building this confidence. And all of a sudden her personality just came out. And she is like the funniest damn thing in the family. Because she has a lot of self-confidence. She sees what she can do when she's working her ass off at something. Kicking ass. And she also knows how far she can push her body. A lot of people don't know that at a young age. And I think it's very important. I think it builds character. I don't care if my kids win or lose. I want them fucking going 110%. I don't want no half-assed fucking champ. I don't want a kid that's going to show up and think life is going to be handed to them if they just show up to the fucking mat. That's false. Life fucking shows up, doesn't show up for you unless you go out there and fucking get it. My kids will not see success in life unless they want it. Right? If they want to be a fucking teacher, they got to take the steps to do, to do that to become a teacher. They want to be a fucking Olympic wrestler, well then they have to fucking sacrifice a lot of things in life, like weird friends friends hanging out with going here on the weekends doing this and this. you have to dedicate yourself to that thing and you can be successful at it. I could have been successful in baseball, but what happened with me is I got tied into the fucking personality of who GOAT was. Everybody who knew me from back home in the, in the San Fernando Valley knew that I was GOAT. Everyone called me GOAT. GOAT head, GOAT, GOAT boy, GOAT this, GOAT that. I was stuck on the fucking concept of this personality that everyone else wanted me to be. And I was a fucking party animal. I was a fucking idiot at the parties. I would freaking play baseball hard and I'd party hard. I was this fucking, I was what everyone else wanted me to be. But what I wanted to be was a professional fucking baseball player. And I made all the wrong steps for that. I didn't focus. I didn't dedicate. I was good enough and I fucking felt like I was good enough to go from there. I never wanted to improve myself because why? The time wasted in, in a, the time wasted in, in, a, in a fucking cage improving myself since I've already gotten to a high level ball is wasted when I can just go hang out with the boys. I know this. I made mistakes. And so that's why now I'm not, no longer in the baseball world, right? I, I fucking... He didn't didn't take care of the night before. So one of my coaches said, I didn't pre- prepare myself for the big event. And the kids don't get it, right? Like, my daughter's like, you're mad. I was like, no, I'm not mad. Like, I don't give a shit that you fucking lose. You can lose your whole fucking life. I think it's good. When kids fucking lose, it's good. Fuck yeah, I'm your dad. I'm here to build you up from that loss. But at the same time, it's good you lost. You can learn from that. Why did you lose? Was it because they're better? Fuck no. And if they were, okay, what do you need to do? How do you get better than that person? All right? 
If they lost because of a mental mistake, which my daughter did, it's frustrating because it's like, hey, you need to learn. You got to find out what's deep inside your heart, what's deep inside that soul and what makes you want to win and, and fucking quit breaking down mentally because that's a weakness that will carry on for a long, long time. Every time it gets hard, you want to quit. Every time it gets hard, you want to break down. Every time it gets hard, you want to walk away. Every time it gets hard, you want to run away. People do this shit in life. Look around, look to your left and look to your right. Look at your friends. Who's the fucking guy that fucking walks away as soon as it gets hard? Or who's the fucking person that fucking settles in, works their ass off and gets better? Who's the person in a breakup that fucking goes and does the same mistake every fucking time and continues to have their heart broken? Who's the fucking who's the fucking person that says, oh man, life's not fucking working for me, man. I can't fucking seem to do anything right. Yeah, because look in the fucking mirror. Are you fucking working your ass off to get better? Are you trying to be a better version of yourself every fucking day? Or are you just doing the same fucking pattern over and over and over again and then fucking expecting a different result? Because that's fucking insane. Right? We all know this shit. If my daughter wants to be an Olympic wrestler, well, then she's going to have to fucking work for it. All dad can do is sit back, fucking give her the financial support she needs and the fucking, the, 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 the parenting support, right? The parental support and just being there for her. As she fucking fails, I say, hey, here's what you need to work on. Here's what you need to do. Here's how much harder you probably should be working at it. No matter what, win, lose, or fucking draw, I'm still here. I'm still your dad and I still fucking love you. It's tough love being a fucking dad. It's tough love being a fucking mom. But if you're sitting there saying, hey, it's a, hey you lost... No big deal. Fuck this sport. Go somewhere else. We'll, we'll do something easier. That's bullshit. I don't want my fucking kids to quit because they fucking lost. I want my kids to fucking get mad. Go into the fucking mat room that we have in the garage and work their ass off. And then show up next season and beat the fuck out of every motherfucker. Right? Because it's just kind of like this metaphor of life. If someone fucking kicks your ass and you just say, eh, put your tail between your legs and walk away, what fucking good is that? Why the fuck wouldn't you like, dude, they fucking beat me with a fucking jab, 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 fucking cross. I couldn't fucking defend it. Well, I'm going to go to the gym and defend how to fucking block that shit. How to counter that and fucking throw a fucking body punch. Some shit, right? But it drives me up the fucking wall when the kids don't understand where the root of the anger and frustration that I have. The root of the anger doesn't come from them them losing. No one gives a fuck, right? There's no fucking, there's no grade school fucking champ that's ever fucking, that award carried them through life. No one gave a fuck. You tell me who your fucking, your high school prom king was. No one gives a fuck, right? That guy ain't probably ain't doing shit these days. And he probably is. It depends. But the point is, like, no one gives a fuck about a fucking a, a, a grade school or fucking little league fucking baseball champion. No one really gives a shit. Because what does that really amount to in life? Nothing. When that motherfucker takes that fucking championship and continues building, continues to build himself, and then ends up going into the pros and gets a fucking World Series, now that's something to fucking talk about. That's a guy to look up to. Why? Because he never fucking stopped, Right? What are you doing today is the most important thing is fucking what you could look at yourself in the mirror and say, what am I doing today? I might have been an army ranger fucking 7, 10, 20 years ago. Who gives a fuck? What are you doing now? That's my point to these kids is you lost. No one gives a shit, right? What you need to do is take notes, figure out why you lost and find out how to fucking fix that. Go back to the gym, work your ass off and get better every fucking day. All right. My daughter of three years, four years of wrestling, she says is her last season. And it breaks my fucking heart. The 12 year old. I said, hey, that's fine. I, we, I, we, we made a deal this year. You want to walk away from wrestling and you're going to start doing tumbling. Right. Fine. I said, I'm going to give you one year. After that one year, I'm going to bring you back to the mat. And I want to see if you want to try it one more time. And we'll see. And maybe she doesn't. But you know what? In three years, you know what she fucking learned? She learned how to fight. That fucking girl's a monster. You fucking try and pick on that girl in school, she will fucking double leg you to the fucking death and then fucking take you down, punch you in the fucking face and walk away. You know what? I did my part. I did my part as a dad. I pushed her, I pushed her, I pushed her. I made her fucking work her ass off. She gained the best that she possibly could be at that time. That's a 12-year-old. 
And now she decides she wants to try something else. Fine, I can't do nothing more than just fucking support her on her way and pray to God she comes back to fucking wrestling because I think she's amazing. My eight-year-old doesn't know what she wants anymore, but she does love wrestling and she's going to continue to train in it. And, and I think it's too early to tell if she fucking has fallen in love with wrestling or not. But she doesn't complain. She enjoys it. And so we're going to keep going at it. My 15-year-old, we're, we're on this hump. We're on this weird fucking hump. She's either going to have to fucking give her, all her fucking heart to this damn sport or find a new one. Because there's no point in allowing my kids to half-ass anything in their fucking life. If you're going to show up on the mat and let them kick your ass all fucking day, like, fuck no. I won't allow you to do that to yourself because that's just fucking degrading. That's fucking, that's going to fucking break down your self-esteem and that's just a loser mentality. You don't go there and fucking give up. Go fucking find another sport to be a fucking genius and find another sport to be a fucking champion. But don't just fucking give up here. Destiny, she can't stop this sport unless she finds another one that she's going to go and try and kick ass. Right? And this is me. This is me as a dad. This is me trying to raise fucking, and I say raise winners. And I don't mean that in the sense like they're going to win everything in life. Like, no, I could give two fucks if they win. Like I said, I'm trying to raise kids that are winners mentally in life. That understand failure is something that happens in life. That understand their setbacks. But what you can do, the one thing we could all fucking do is find a way to get better. You take notes. Where did I make a mistake? What did I do wrong? You don't blame everyone else in the fucking room besides yourself because it's you on that mat and no one else. And the same with you in life and no one else. Okay? I can't sit there and puppet master my daughter's life all day long, but this is what I do. Her whole life, as she gets older, all of these kids, as they get older and they go live their fucking life, it's the same fucking thing. I'm going to be sitting on the sidelines and praying to God they give it their fucking best. Praying to God they have no fucking losses, but if they have a loss, you know who's going to be there to pick them up? Dad and mom. We're going to be right there with them, showing them how to fucking make better decisions in life and be successful in whatever that fucking means in them, whatever success means to them. Success doesn't mean be like dad. I can give two fucks if they're anything like me. I just want them to be successful in their own right. Whatever makes them proud, whatever makes them happy, whatever fucking feeds them and puts shoes on their feet. But understand that all we are as parents is sitting back trying to raise these kids and mentor them to understand life is not the fucking easiest damn thing in the world. But we're here to support you in it. You're going to make your fucking mistakes. And I hope that you learn from those mistakes. You hope that you learn from your losses and make yourself a better person, a better player in the game, better player at life. But don't you ever fucking half-ass this shit and expect the fucking championships. Don't you ever fucking half-ass life and expect you're going to fucking win any kind of fucking, any kind of belt. There's no fucking participation awards in life. You either find a way to fucking do it or you fucking fail. Okay? And the only way you continue to find a way to do it, you continue to try and you continue to try and you continue to try. You get better. You better yourself. You work harder. You fucking, you change things. You look in the mirror and evaluate yourself and realize whether, why you're not in the position you want to be, where do you fucking want to be, and how the fuck do you get there? I believe firmly on not being the best motherfucker in that room, but training with some of the best in the fucking world to make myself better, right? If I go to fucking do jujitsu, I roll with fucking black belts all the fucking time. My buddies are black belts. Kick my ass all day long, please. The only way I'm going to get better is by learning from these guys. Every time I roll with them, I take a small fucking amount with me, right? And I'm learning. I'm learning. I try and spread and hang out with a fucking multi-millionaire businessman and try and learn a little bit from them every day. I'm trying to take it. I'm soaking it in like a fucking sponge. When I'm in LA and I'm doing the acting, I'm, I'm hanging out and sitting there with some of the most successful actors in our time and I'm pulling from them and I'm taking a little bit of them with me at every time as well because I'm not here to fucking be a half-ass champ. I'm not here looking at life saying, what can I fucking walk away with without any fucking effort? 
I'm here saying I'm going to take this motherfucker over by working my ass off, by giving everything I got to this fucking craft, whether it's acting in business and fucking, being, fucking just being a father. I'm trying to be the best at fucking life in whatever direction I fucking take it. But all I know, the only way I did like I did in baseball is it takes practice. It takes work. It takes effort and it takes sacrifice. And at fucking no point am I ever turning around blaming any other motherfucker for my losses and for my wins. Because everything is attributed to me working my fucking ass off. And every failure is because I fucking made a bad, jo- bad choice. Motherfucker. A lot of cusses in this one. Sorry. A little frustrated. A little stressed out. Love you guys. Hope you guys enjoy it. Hit me up if you have any questions. Bye. Bye.